Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Welcome back to Total Information AM. I'm Megan Lynch with Tom Ackerman. Well, he was an atheist who became one of the most influential Christian spiritual writers of his day and beyond. And now St. Louis native Gregory Williams Walsh brings C.S. Lewis to life in a one-man show now on stage at the Westport Playhouse. It's called Christmas with C.S. Lewis. Thank you so much for being in studio with us today. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here. I'm curious about your desire to portray C.S. Lewis. What's the fascination there? Well, um, what actually happened, I, I had been studying up a conservatory in New York and then got back to Nashville where I've been living um, and just wanted to get back on stage. You know, I wanted to get out and work. And I uh, noticed on Facebook uh, an audition notice for J.R.R. Tolkien and David Payne, who actually has written Christmas with C.S. Lewis, and he's a Lewis scholar and been doing him for 20 years, uh, plays C.S. Lewis, and I got cast as Tolkien. So I started to do J.R.R. Tolkien, and we actually played the Westport. I was telling um, Frank, the producer, uh, back in right right when the Blues won the Stanley Cup in 2019, we did Lewis and Tolkien there. And I've just gotten to know and been touring with David doing that, and then uh, I've been into Lewis and Tolkien as a kid. I went to St. Louis University High School, so I had to read most of that, you know, and I've been into it. Since. And uh, as he got to know him, uh, I took over. David's in his 80s and is kind of pulling back a little bit, and I started to do An Evening with C.S. Lewis, which is a generic. And then there's the Christmas version we're doing out at Westport now, or I'm doing um, Christmas with C.S. Lewis. And I've just been, you know, been kind of, sinking into it and and like I say with the Jesuit and well and, and St. Mary Magdalene Brentwood the Dominican education <laughs> I've been into it all these years anyway and so that's how how I, I kind of came in it uh from a, a left turn a little bit but it's really consumed it's it, I love it and it's just wonderful to play he's he and Tolkien they're just such wonderful characters and Lewis was a real rec, uh, raconteur he, he and a funny and poignant it's a great script and it's it's just been a, a a pleasure to play. How long does it take you to learn to play somebody? I mean, you've been an actor since what five years old? Oh yeah, actually, yeah. My my older sister Kathy was uh, got me into uh, shows. She was at Narinx, and when I was a little kid, I was one of the kids in The King and I. And then she was at St. Louis University, <laughs> and uh, was Emily in our town. And none of the college kids wanted to play the little brother. So when I was in eighth grade, I. I would get up in class and go, sorry, I've got to go do a matinee down at St. Louis University. <laughs> and But this one, it's, I mean, this is 45 pages of, of dialogue, and it's just you talking to the to – the, the, the conceit of the show is that there's an, a, a group of Americans. Lewis's agent used to um, arrange uh, groups of writers, American writers and historians, to come to the kilns, which is what they called their home, and he would serve them tea and talk about his life. And so, but you're just talking to the people and this is, this, it takes a while because you you have to be so on top of it 
I mean, I probably did this a 45-page script that I've probably gone over and worked just start to finish 200 times you, yeah. because it has to be so so natural that it just comes out as conversation. You can't be reaching. So my routine, for example, every day I would do my, you know, my 45-minute workout, I, you know, re- you know, power walking through the neighborhood. And every day I would do Act 1, the next day Act 2, Act 1, Act 2. And at full voice because I live kind of a, out in the middle of nowhere and, and just doing it as I'm walking. And there were some neighbors at the mailbox looking at me strangely. but I think they got used to it. But that's what you have to do. It takes a good – I've been working on this one for – I did it last year, but it's been months. and I mean, it took – you really have to uh, – I mean, in Todorov Conservatory, they say, you know, go over 250 times. Hmm. But 45 pages, it's hard to do it that much. <laughs> but it's it's a bit of work. What know? do you feel like you've taken away personally by portraying him? Oh, I, it's interesting. I was brought up Catholic. <clears throat> um, and, uh, you know, I've been on my own spiritual path for, for a good long time. And just... I, for one, you know, I always thought, you know, I knew Narnia and all this, uh, all a lot of his books, but, uh, and oh, he's a Christian apologist, they called him, but he was very, he, he was very instrumental in Britain. He gave inspirational talks during World War II, talking, and then the power of prayer. And I, I think what I've taken away more is, is, rather than just straight, you know, the way you think a pastor, this or that, that he was a little more mystic than that. I mean, it's very interesting in some of his talks, uh, you know, he talks about being other dimensions and being out of time and how can this happen and, you know, how can God know this and this? Well, there is no time there. Everything happens all at once on the other side. So, I mean, uh, that's, I think, what I've taken away is the depth of his of his spiritual vision and and the more mystic aspect of it than just straight away, oh, you know, uh, pastor and praying and all that, which, and that spoke to me because I, you know, kind of considered myself a more mystic Christian as well, you know. We only have about a minute left, but I would imagine that the audience is going to go through a wide range of emotions here, as a good performance would. Oh, yeah, and David's script is wonderful, and um, it's it's very interesting. I mean, he was such a good raconteur, very funny. The, you know, and he talks about World War One. you know, for both Tolkien and Lewis was very influential. So there's, you know, and how he, he was almost killed and, and, and somebody else was killed in his stead, kind of. And and then the talk of his American wife, which was a, a sore point with Tolkien, who was a very severe, uh, not severe, very uh, um, devout Catholic, but Joy, his wife, had been divorced and that caused a rift and and then she died tragically of cancer. So yeah, it's it's a roller coaster of emotion, but it really takes the people, it takes the audience with you and it and it's very personal and well written to where they really feel like they're in the they're in the living room. We actually keep the house lights up. I keep them at 20 to 30%. Mm-hmm. So there's a give and take. It's not like a normal fourth wall. When we do Tolkien, the audience is like the fourth wall of the pub we're in. You know, we're, they're not there. But in this one, they're actually in the living room. So it's a give and take. And you take them on. The, we go together, which is the beauty of live theater, you yeah. know. Well, Gregory Williams Welsh, thank you so much for being with us. Oh, this well, morning. thank you for having me. This is fun. We're well, back Christ- in the old hometown. <laughs> Christmas with C.S. Lewis is starts tonight at the Westport Playhouse. Uh, Twelve performances between now and December seventeenth, and those tickets still on sale. You can get them through Metro Ticks. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 